I'm Julianne DeLynn Hatton, and you're listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. This series will discuss the Prophet Joseph Smith and the authenticity of the gospel he restored. I'll be speaking with Michael R. Ash, author of the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Welcome, Michael Ash. Hi, Julianne. We're talking about coins today. This is a big criticism of the Book of Mormon. Yeah, it, it pops up frequently. Uh, it has for years in uh, history of uh, criticisms of the church is that, you know, the says the Book of Mormon talks about coins, but coins were not invented in Nephi times that they would have known about coins. So my question about the Book of Mormon, does the Book of Mormon text actually use the word coin? It does not, and that's what most uh, critics don't realize. Uh, in Alma 11, it talks about a monetary system, and through the years, the, the Book of Mormon has added a variety of external or ancillary type uh, um, uh, notes and additions and, and headings, and in the particular case of, of this situation, headings were added to chapter 11 to kind of give a summary. So as people move through the Book of Mormon, if they wanted to maybe skip a chapter or understand what the chapter was about, there was a little uh, you know paragraph or something at the top that would describe what that chapter was, was uh, discussing. And in Alma 11, it mentioned that this chapter talked about Nephite coinage. Well, it doesn't talk about Nephi coinage. So, um, you know, we don't know who to, to attribute this to exactly. Some people think that might have been Bruce R. McConkie, but whoever it was, uh, read coinage into the text like a lot of people do with modern thought and put that into the description, and all of a sudden we have Nephi coins. But the text itself doesn't say coins. It doesn't say coins. What does Alma 11 say? It talks about this monetary system that was used and an exchange rate, basically. And it's interesting that, uh, you know, in our world, we think of coins as exchange rate because that's what we all grew up with. We, we don't have really anything else. But other countries, and especially in, in ancient times, they used different forms of currency. It, it wasn't that long ago that the Maya and the Aztecs used cocoa beans as a form of currency. And and so the Book of Mormon talks about these exchange rates and mentions metals, and, and it's interesting that in Ecuador that uh, from archaeological expeditions, we find that uh, metal pieces of money, not coins, but but exchanges of money, 12,000 pieces were discovered. And, and so we know that metal was used in exchange right in the right place at the right time, but it gets even more complicated or uh, significant once we look at the uh, Nephite exchange rate. Let's talk about the Nephite exchange rate. Yeah, the uh, money system that set out talks about these fixed standards and it talks about silver being the prom one of the prominent ones as well as barley and the critics have really howled about this one uh, um, calling it ab absurd you know back in Joseph Smith's day and, and even for many years afterwards it's like how would he have a fixed exchange rate or value for barley especially if you're exchanging it for silver it just didn't make any sense in Alma 11, it also talks about exchange rates for gold and, and grains, and so there's a lot of different things going on here. Well, this is exactly what we find in the ancient old world, especially in Mesopotamia. Um, we know now from 
documents that have been discovered since Joseph Smith's day that there were these actual exchange rates. In fact, uh, one of the laws in, from Mesopotamia talks about how they would exchange a, what they call a core of barley for a shekel, for one shekel of silver. Mm. These are, these are yeah, these are exact exchange rates. Um, one scholar has pointed out, I quote, the primary conversion in Babylonia was between barley and silver. Nine other Babylonian provisions converted various additional commodities into silver values, followed by three more provisions converted others into measures of barley. So we find the, the same thing that's mentioned in Alma happening in the ancient old world. So this is, as you would say, a bullseye. It's a bullseye. Yeah. You know, you know, again, how could Joseph Smith had known this? Uh, you know, not only didn't he know it, but the critics who examined the Book of Mormon didn't know it either. That's why they criticized him. And Joseph Smith didn't have an answer. You know, he didn't respond. And the early ch church members didn't respond and say, hey, you critics don't know what you're doing because this is how it works in the old world. Nobody realized this until many decades later. And we do now. We do now. And we know that the Book of Mormon is right at home uh, with the monetary system from the old world. So if people want to read more about this and your book, A Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith, where do they go? My favorite online bookstore would be fairmormon.org. Uh, there's a bookstore there, and they have probably the largest collection of LDS-related books. It's also available, however, through Amazon, and you can order through Deseret Book. Thank you, Michael Ash. Thank you, Julianne. Thanks for listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. I'm your host, Julianne Delin Hatton, inviting you to keep the faith. Michael R. Ash is the author of the book, Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book, of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Faith and Reason is produced by Tom Hatton with music courtesy of Arthur Hatton. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You can support this podcast by subscribing to it in iTunes and by rating it and writing a review. Questions or comments can be sent to podcast at fairmormon.org or you may join the conversation at fairblog.org.